Welcome to the Wellness Restoration Project, where we explore the question of how are you well? A collection of interviews and explorations of resources, both ancient and modern, to help you create your own powerful network and practices in wellness. I'm your integrative herbalist and host, Shelley Swamp. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Wellness Restoration Project. I'm your host, Shelley Swap, and welcome to season three. Could the younger version of you see where you are today? Mine sure couldn't. I'm not sure how far I really could see, or if I even was brave enough to think very far into the future. But I am absolutely certain that I had no idea what could be ahead. Over 20 years ago, I started my journey as a mother and was quickly inducted into a world where little ones didn't just grow up healthy and thriving, At first, doctors assured me that they would grow out of things and offered meds to deal with the symptoms. But as more children came along, many of the challenges got worse. Then came diagnosis and more meds, and eventually we got to a spot where doctor after doctor told me there wasn't much else they could do. I'll never forget the week where I was told our only option was to try antipsychotic meds on my 10-year-old to see if it would help the side effects of the ADHD meds, which constantly kept failing. And then another specialist told us that a lifetime of steroids were the only option for another son, even though he couldn't tolerate even the sound of the wind in the trees or clothes touching his skin when steroids were in his system. That week nearly broke me. But in that very dark space, I was finally able to hear the quiet voices of a few dear friends that were suggesting that maybe, just maybe, there were options outside of pharmaceutical medicine. I wasn't exactly primed for caring for kids with intense health needs outside of a modern medicine model, but I was desperate to find something. A friend lent me a book she had just ordered. It was a huge book with information even printed in the margins. I was skeptical at first and then found myself inhaling its content, reading until the wee hours in the morning because in its pages, I had suddenly found hope. I started making little changes and we saw improvements. That book led me to other books and more changes, and while I didn't fully understand the connection between these changes and the improvements we were seeing, it was just what I needed to be willing to look at our kids' needs from a different perspective. I found a doctor who practiced an early form of what we now call functional medicine. I was still hesitant because he was expensive, and because much of the testing wasn't covered by our insurance, our young family budget was about to become even more strained. It took a lot of courage and conversations between my husband and I to be willing to give him a chance. He ran the tests and recommended supplements, a lot of them, and told me to get my kids off of food colorings and preservatives. Everything he said was new to me, but after several months of working with him, our kids saw dramatic improvements. I was amazed. We were onto something that finally was making a difference. It was a lot of work to walk away from convenience foods. I had stocked our food storage with convenience items from couponing. It was a huge reckoning that so much of what we considered kid-friendly foods were completely devoid of nutrients, full of preservatives and food colorings, and were actually part of the reason our children were doing so poorly. I was completely blown away at how much of a difference things like food changes and herbs like maritime pine bark made when all the ADHD meds hadn't worked. When I pressed the doctor for more information on not just what I shouldn't feed my kids, he said he he really wasn't trained in that. He knew what we needed to take out, but he wasn't really aware of how to make sure that they were getting enough of the nutrients they needed. At the time, much of the dietary advice was around low-fat, sugar-free foods, and grocery stores were full of them, but those were also the ones that contained so many of the additives that were part of the problem. We tried veganism, 
and vegetarianism, and my kids would do better for a little while, then begin to struggle again. Their energy tanked, iron levels dropped, skin issues came up, and so I kept searching for something to help me better understand what they needed. The next several years were full of ups and downs. My kids' needs changed as they went through puberty, and our resources and support system changed with every move we made across the country for my husband's job. And while things had gotten so much better for our kids, there were still lots of questions and challenges that we didn't have answers for. Finally, I went back to school to study traditional herbal medicine and ancestral diets. And it was there that I felt an urgency and a strength that I hadn't before. Doors opened and I got an unusual chance to study directly with a small, with a small group of students and the school's directors. Because I was new to herbalism and in order to stay up to speed with this group, I had to study and work like I hadn't ever before. Yet, I felt the hands of a thousand angels at my back, pushing me forward. I can't explain it well, but it was like my brain was on fire, and I was drinking from a fire hose, and one day, it all started to click. I was starting to see the body in an entirely new way, and I couldn't even remember the old way I used to think. John O'Donohue writes, Your soul knows the geography of your destiny. Your soul alone has the map of your future. Therefore, you can trust this indirect, oblique side of yourself. If you do, it will take you where you need to go. But more important, it will teach you a kindness of rhythm in your journey. It was also in these studies that I started to understand, much to my heart's dismay, that my health might have a lot to do with my children's. I remember sitting in an intensive training in classical Chinese medicine and pediatrics that my mentor had gotten me into. I was the only herbalist in a room full of acupuncturists. In the final days of the training, the doctor and oriental medicine doctors leading the discussion were in the midst of a case study presentation about a little one born a few weeks early who had struggled with severe reflux and projectile vomiting. He struggled to meet growth markers and eventually fell behind in developmental milestones. He was hospitalized with a severe virus, which hit him harder than expected. And when he was finally released two weeks later, the pediatrician insisted that he get caught up on all his immunizations immediately to protect his health. From that point on, he fell further and further behind, developing sensory challenges and refusing to eat most foods and presenting with severe language delays. This young mother was desperate to help and was getting pressured by well-meaning parents, in-laws, and pediatricians, but things just kept getting worse until this kiddo was barely able to navigate the day-to-day. -day. This young mom was referred to the doctors I was listening to, and they began to untangle the web of gut dysbiosis an overwhelmed immune system, weak detox pathways and poor nutrition through classical Chinese medicine, nutritional interventions, referrals to occupational and physical therapy. He made huge gains, catching up to his peers over the course of the next year. And then the presenting doctors turned the discussion. They asked the question, where did all of this start? Instead of typical anti-immunization talk you might expect, they began to paint the picture of this young mother's health she also had multiple food sensitivities, skin reactions. She ate the typical low-fat, artificial, sweetener-filled diet and had a history of irritable bowel syndrome. They began to connect the dots between her health and her child's. And then that room full of acupuncturists, I started to weep. The tears came and came and I couldn't stop them. The presenting doctor noticed and suggested a break and came over to check on me. And as I regained my composure, I quietly whispered, this is my story. His stance instantly softened and he asked about my children. I showed him a recent family pic and he smiled and offered his support as I had so many questions. I was both overwhelmed with the intense grief of wishing I had known so much more before I had children. 
and an intense gratitude for the journey we had been on. The reason I was weeping was because the protocols these doctors were presenting were almost an exact map of what I had learned in my journey to help our children, a map that had not existed or been handed to me, but I had found as I continued to search for resources. William Hutchinson Murray, the Scottish Himalayan ex expedition explorer said, until one is committed, there is hesitancy, the chance to draw back, always ineffectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events, issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents, meetings and material assistance which no man could have dreamed would have come his way. I have learned a deep respect for one of Goethe's couplets. Whatever you can do or dream, you can begin it. Boldness has genius power and magic in it. Begin it now. This has so much to do with our journey. Up until that point in my training in clinical work, I hadn't specialized and was considering pediatrics, but that experience shifted things for me and I began to study women's health. I realized that if we could help women understand and care for their health, then not only would we, would we have healthier women, we'd have healthier children. That one decision has opened doors for me. To study with an amazing herbalist and midwife running a busy clinic in rural Mexico, in China, and eventually on to studying with Dr. Aviva Ram, which led me to my current work and study, and has opened the door to a pursuit of a doctorate in human clinical nutrition and integrative medicine, I took a pause the other day after meeting with my mentor and supervisor to consider next steps. We'd spent the hour talking about where I can and wanted to go from here. The idea that I'm now qualified to run my own integrative practice blew my mind. I started out all those years ago trying to find someone who could help us. And in that journey, found a beautiful study of herbal medicine, nutrition, and collected a deep appreciation for the healing arts. And somehow, I've become what I was looking for. Beneath Brene Brown has said, only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. In exploring the darkness, I have seen pain I couldn't imagine. And through that pain, I have found possibility. I hope that for those of you on the journey to better understand the body of your own, or the body of one that belongs to someone that you love, that isn't just automatically healthy, that you'll find strength in the fact that there is hope, and there are so many resources to explore. Our medical system is set up to practice medicine, looking for diseases and applying treatments or pharmaceuticals that address the symptoms. Our Western medicine model is really good at that. In fact, there is no other form of medicine I would want to access in an emergency. And in my children's cases, these diagnostic tools have been life-saving in allowing us to better understand where the weaknesses are. But when it comes to true healthcare, our society is still very early in understanding what the practice of caring for health actually is. I hope you will join me in redefining what that healthcare is, looking for underlying imbalances instead of ways to suppress symptoms, and working to restore those imbalances through food, herbs, mindfulness practices, and lifestyle changes. That healthcare model requires kindness on its journey, but it is wrapped in possibilities. It also opens the door to others who will take this work even further for our children and our grandchildren, a legacy I want to be a part of. This podcast is one of the ways to do that offering resources about herbal medicine, nutrition, stress management, toxin exposures, fitness, fasting, genetics, and exploring the question, 
of what other tests and things are available to us to look under the hood and better understand what's going on. Redefining healthcare is the journey that it is and the resources that we all need to do it well is my goal. I hope you'll join me. Until next time, be well. I'm excited to announce that my premier women's program, the Energy Restoration Project, is now opening for enrollment. This version of the Energy Restoration Project is all new and it's designed for the busy woman. No longer will you need to carve out an extra hour every week in order to meet with a group. Everything is on demand. Everything will be delivered in a format that you can access when you are ready for it, but you will still have the ongoing support at your fingertips. I've added so many resources and if you'd like to learn more, you can check out the link in the show notes or come join me on Instagram. Until next time, be well.